Money Sense is brought to you by the Ellen Becker Investment Group, three-time recipient of the Better Business Bureau's Torch Award for business ethics and integrity. The Ellen Becker Investment Group is the only Wisconsin investment company to receive this prestigious award more than once by providing exceptional planning and extraordinary service each and every day. Go to ellenbecker.com. Listen to Money Sun Saturdays at 2 p.m. and Sundays at noon. Welcome to Money Sense. I'm Julie Ellenbecker, president of the Ellenbecker Investment Group. Ellenbecker Investment Group is located in Pewaukee, just east of Highway 164 and Capitol Drive in the Town Bank Building, and also in the village of Whitefish Bay in the Equitable Bank Building, right across from Winkies. We are also now able to service clients in Bonita Springs, Florida. Feel free to check out our webpage at ellenbecker.com for more details. If you'd like to put a face with a voice, you can look us up on the web page as well, and you can take virtual tours of our office locations and education center. Uh, my guest today is Bruce Nemovitz, and Bruce is a senior real estate specialist with Realty Executives Integrity. And Bruce has been on the show many times. He's a seasoned speaker for us. He's provided many presentations to our clients, and we just love being able to get this information out to our listeners. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about the current real estate market. I know everybody is always interested to know, um, you know, get a pulse on that. So we're going to spend some time talking about that. We're also going to talk about two different books that Bruce has written that he is the author of and how to help uh, the senior citizen move in the right direction as well as for the next generation on how to guide our parents into the next generation um, and into the next step in their lives. So we're going to take a quick break and when I return, I will introduce you to Bruce and we will jump right in and start talking about the real estate market. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Money Sense. I'm Julie Ellenbecker, president of the Ellenbecker Investment Group. And my guest today is Bruce Nemovitz. He is a senior real estate specialist with Realty Executives Integrity. He is also a book author, and we have lots to talk about today. He's a seasoned Money Sense guest. So welcome back to the, to the airwaves, Bruce. Thank you, Julie. Good to be on. Yeah, it's great to have you here. And one of the things that I always like to start uh, with when we talk is really getting some insight into what is going on in the real estate market. We, Our clients ask us all the time about the housing market. The housing market data is often a, an indicator of how the overall economy is doing. And so any insight you can give us into what's happening out there in the real estate market would be would be helpful. This is an incredibly interesting time. Uh, we've never really experienced this before. I've been through about seven different recessions and changing markets uh, over my almost 40-year career. Uh, this is something that we've never seen before, and we're learning in real time uh, what is going on in the market. And I can tell you, um, as of today, uh, our, our real estate industry has been designated an essential service which is really important because that means that if somebody does want to put their home on the market, buy a home, um, that we are allowed to actually go out and help them. Um, obviously, uh, we're doing business uh, in, a, in a unique way. We've uh, and The other day, as a matter of fact, I was in a home 
um, and we were showing it to somebody and uh, following all the precautions, staying six feet apart and washing our hands and so on and so forth. But um, there was another agent in the home uh, actually using FaceTime doing a virtual showing. He had no buyers with him and was kind of walking through the home. So these are, you know, things we've never done before. We're learning on the fly. Um, people ask me, you know, what do you think, Bruce, about the the coming market? Is this going to be a recession? Are we going to see what, you know, prices did in 2008? And um, when should I put my home on the market? These are all questions uh, many of my clients are asking me. And I will tell you that um, the buyer demand is incredibly high. Uh, I can give you an example. The millennial buyers who are, you know, ages 25 to probably 35, 40, um, they're out there in droves. Uh, obviously, things may change in the, in the future. We don't know what's going to happen. But um, I have a millennial assistant named Austin, and he was he just listed a home. He had 18 showings on it and three offers, and this was just a couple of days ago. Um, the home was vacant, so um, we didn't have a situation where the seller uh, was worried what was going to happen. But the point is there, there just are so many buyers out there um, and wanting to buy. And I think the younger people, as we all know, uh, feel invincible and, um, you know, maybe they shouldn't be out in the numbers they are, but they are. Uh, also, um, people are wondering, well, is there going to be a recession? And I can tell you, uh, in the last uh, five recessions we've had, uh, real estate values have actually gone up probably on an average of about 4%. It went down 1.9% in, in one of the recessions. And of course, the 2008 recession went on 20%. But the point is, four out of five recessions, real estate uh, held its value or actually had gone up uh, significantly. So um, we're kind of banking on the fact that uh, because this, this I, I won't call it a recession, but this market has a completely different uh, sense to it because the 2008 recession started with the housing market because of the bad lending and people were using uh, their home as an ATM card, so they didn't have the equity. Well, now in the country, uh, over 35, 37%, something like that, have no mortgage on their home. They built up equity. They did not use the home as, as an ATM machine. And uh, of the other remaining balance, uh, half of those have mortgages under 50%. So uh, in the 2008 recession, uh, folks were uh, had mortgages, second mortgages. They were buying furniture with those. And, uh, and then when the values went down, of course, they, they couldn't sell. And then many went into foreclosure. So we are in a completely different uh, situation where there's uh, quite a bit of equity. Uh, now, I was going to say, Julie, you, you uh, mentioned uh, that I do work with seniors. Uh, I would say more of my clients each year are, are baby boomers because just of the age demographic. And uh, 10,000 people in the United States are turning 65 every single day, if you can imagine that. So uh, we are going to have uh, quite a large group of seniors coming up, and uh, they'll have different habits than their, their parents did. So uh, the market, again, um, I feel is going to recover. It could recover quickly. Um, we're thinking that the spring market, which is typically March through probably June, 
is now going to be kind of pushed forward a little bit into May through probably August. Um, I can't predict that for sure because, uh, again, this virus uh, is unpredictable, but based on everything I've heard and I talked to many banks and many lenders, um, they're all kind of uh, feeling that sense because uh, also interest rates are at an all-time low right now. Um, they did kind of creep up a little bit in the past few days because there was so much refinancing going on. They kind of wanted to shut it down, but uh, we anticipate the rates are going to go back down. So these millennials um, who buy, they're usually up to about 250000 or so. Um, they'll be out buying in great numbers again, I'm pretty sure, because um, the rates are low. And um, you only really, they only need 3% down. Um, that One of the fallacies is that people think that, um, you know, millennials don't have any money and they can't buy a house because they need a large down payment, but you only really need um, 3% down. So how's, how's that for a start? Good. I, it, you know what, I feel pretty optimistic as well when we talk about real estate and how different this major market correction is from the, the last major market correction in 2008. Before the COVID-19 um, major scare, before the major drop in the, in the stock market, the fundamentals of the economy have been very, very strong. The housing market has been strong. Real estate in general has been very strong. We can talk about interest rates and unemployment and all of the other things. But fundamentally, before this happened, the market was very strong. Then we had a very emotional um, turn when it came to, you know, the market downfall. And then ultimately, now the question is, what is the long-term impact that this um, reaction and responsibility of maintaining um, the COVID-19 scare you know, what is the actual long-term impact going to be? And of course, none of us know that. When we talk about real estate, which of course is what we're focusing on today, you know, I think your optimism is is agreed upon with, with a lot of people in your industry. And there are a lot of buyers out there right now, as you said. One of the questions I think our listeners might be asking, okay, so there's a lot of buyers out there, but how's the inventory? Well, the inventory uh, is still... Uh right up to this point, extremely low, probably I would say had in uh, historic lows. And so um, we feel that uh, probably when the market continues, we are going to keep, keep on with the same pace with inventory low, um, buyer traffic quite high. Again, we can't predict totally, but uh, based on what we've seen, even right up to last weekend, um, I just spoke to another uh, broker, you know, I'm trying to get a sense from other realtors what they're seeing. Um, she had another property that she put on the market and got, I think she had 18 showings and nine offers, and this was a, just a few days ago. So um, it tells me that uh, buyers are still, you know, it's still the American dream. I think 87% of uh, millennials still feel that uh, owning a home is uh, the number one American dream for them. So. It's no different than uh, when the listeners, you listeners out there, bought your first home. Uh, these young people still want a nice place for their children and a safe home. And so I think home ownership over time uh, has always done well because uh, it, it's such a high motivation for people to own their first home. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you, Bruce. Let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, we can start uh, learning a little bit more about the books that you've authored. And we'll be right back. 
Welcome back to Money Sense. I'm Julie Ellenbecker, president of the Ellenbecker Investment Group. My guest today is Bruce Nemovitz. He is a senior real estate specialist with Realty Executives Integrity. You may have heard him several times on the radio before. He has presented to our client, uh, clients in the past. He's a well-known speaker in our community, and I'm very happy to have him on the radio with us today. If you're interested in re-listening to this radio show, or if you'd like to share it with somebody else that you think might find it interesting, please visit our webpage at ellenbecker.com and you can download a copy of it, you can listen to it, and you can share it as well. So uh, Bruce, welcome back. Thank you for being Thank here. You. Good. Thank and, you. And the update on the market is always welcome. Everybody is always interested to learn what is happening out there from somebody who's got their boots on the ground. I know uh, today uh, is a tricky time for all of us to be navigating our business, and so we appreciate your insight. Uh, one of the things that you have presented to our clients in the past, and we share your book all the time with our clients, uh, Moving in the Right Direction, and that is a senior's guide to moving and downsizing. And this has been a really wonderful guide that we've shared many of times, helping people, as you shared before the break, the baby boomers are all moving into uh, kind of that next phase in their life. And downsizing doesn't uh, always mean downsizing in the traditional sense. And so, you know, why don't you take some time to tell us a little bit about your senior's guide uh, to moving and downsizing, and uh, also just a little bit about that process in general. Yes, it's uh, the question I get all the time is, uh, you know, I really want to make that move. What do I do? Um, it's too overwhelming. And when I get into asking them what's overwhelming about it, uh, most of the folks I talk to say that I got all this stuff. <laughs> I, I've, I've collected, I got my kids stuff, my parents stuff, um, just a lot of stuff. And so um, I do um, talk about that, but just a little bit about my book, the first book, moving in the right direction, uh, I really focused on all the issues that seniors are facing when they're thinking of moving from their long-time home to usually uh, a senior community, condo, um, that type of thing, senior apartment. And of course, you're going from a larger home into a smaller space. And uh, one of the things I, I try to point out to people is that take, a, take really an inventory of the space you're using in your current home and it's usually, you know, a family or living room, a kitchen, the bathroom, and a bedroom. And you add up that square footage, it's probably seven or 800 square feet, even though the house might be 3,500 square feet. And then when I say that to people, they go, you know, you're right. That is about all we're using. The rest is being used uh, sort of like a, um, you know, inventory for my kids' stuff and things like that. So, um, you know, just to... to the book points out again the the really the reality of of moving and uh, and what really are the facts and downsizing for everybody is one of the probably um, you know most prohibitive things uh, the thing that caused procrastination. In my first book, I asked folks, I said, what is the real reason um, that would hold you back from making a move? And the answer I got, uh, it's really interesting. It's really fear of the unknown fear of not knowing where you're going to be going to, or even if you know, are you going to like it? Um, you've lived in your home for all these years, and 
usually when I first meet people that are thinking of going to say a senior community or apartment, uh, they have that deer in the headlights look. And I, I definitely calm them down because um, our company has all the services that they'll need. You can't do this alone. That's, that's probably one thing that you should all know is that if you try to downsize on your own, it could take you uh, maybe up to five years before you'll actually get the home where you want it to be. Um, you have things, and one of the things I think that hold people back too is um, all the paperwork they have and they have to go through all the paperwork and they're keeping tax records from 10, 20 years ago. And we tell people, you know, first of all, you only need seven years, if that, of your tax returns. So you can throw the rest away, get them shredded, uh, all these other papers uh, they keep, it, you have to realize that today's businesses are all on computer. So they have digital copies of everything that you have, including the deed to your house. Uh, sometimes I go to list a home and people are looking for the deed. You don't need to do that. Uh, everything is recorded downtown, uh, wherever you live in the community. So going through the paperwork can take years and years and years and, and again, 99% uh, of it you truly don't need and should shred them. Uh, another thing that we run into is people say, you know, I want my kids to go through everything. And we tell them, guess what? This is a, kind of a surprise, but your kids, they're not going to watch your stuff most likely. They got their own stuff. So it kind of hurts a little bit, but um, there are so many great charities out there. And I urge people to think about donating furniture and so many things that uh, really will not get you any value if you have an estate sale. Um, the market right now is so far down for personal property. Um, you, of course, want to be selling things like china and artwork and gold you know, coins and stamp collections and things like that. But the rest, there's so many people that are unfortunate uh, that could use your help. Uh, the Women's Battered Shelter is a uh, place that I urge people to donate to because these uh, folks come there with nothing. And so why not let somebody else enjoy the things that you have uh, rather than just letting them sit there uh, in a room that you're not using. So um, downsizing is, is one of the keys I talk about. I also, in my first book, talk about the, the right questions to ask when you go to visit a senior community. There's uh, so many different things and components that make up each community, and some are life care, some you just pay a deposit down like an apartment. Um, there's many, many different types of senior housing, and I talk about that. And mainly, um, the second book deals with the, the family dynamics, because so often there's three children, and one of the children is in California, and, and there's always one that's helping mom or dad. And, I feel slighted a little bit because they're not getting the help from the other siblings. And so the book discusses ways that the families can talk to one another and truly listen to each other and listen to mom or dad because sometimes mom and dad could feel like they're the child and their kids are talking to them like they're their parents and with a role reversal. Uh, and that can really hurt. So try to listen more and feel what your, your parents are feeling if you're out there think, with a mom or dad that, that should be moving out of their longtime home. So that's, that's just a little you know, a bit about the, the books. Um, there's quite a bit more in there. And um, 
again, we, we usually give those out to, to people that need them. And when I come to see you in your home, uh, I give you the books. And um, if you'd like to order them, uh, you could go on my website. It's www.seniorrealtor.com. Uh, and you can order them there. You can call my office. Uh, my wife, Jean, is always there. We work together. That's 262-242-6177. Uh, and we'll be happy to send you out a free copy um, because we really just want you to have the right information so when the time does come that you'll be ready and, and feel empowered because the more information you get, the, the less anxiety you're going to have uh, when it's time to make that move. So Bruce, what if, if somebody is listening out there, a senior, for example, and, and they're thinking, is it time for us to make a move? Um, you know, maybe they're, they're recognizing that they don't want to be in their home anymore, um, but it is such a daunting task in some cases, and, and they're not sure exactly where they're going to go. But, but something you said earlier might have piqued their curiosity. What would you suggest their first step to be? I would say a really good first step would be to have uh, a senior real estate specialist like myself, and that's what I do for a living, uh, come over because we can first give you ideas as to how to get the home ready. Uh, often sellers will make improvements like they'll do all new windows for 25000 and they'll have torn carpeting and the walls need paint and so I can tell people where to put that money if you're just going to be doing these things to sell the home. Uh, I also point out uh, if I see areas uh, that are defective, if I see a basement that might need an inspection or roof, things like that, um, we want to fix those defects before we put the home on the market because it's, it's really difficult to sell a home with a bad basement or a bad roof and the buyers will just really, really beat up the seller on the price and uh, it's better to do it ahead of time. So also um, I can, you know, then give you a game plan as to, okay, what's the, the next step? And I always say, you know, you need to find a place to move before we're going to sell your house because we don't want to see you wandering around on the street with a backpack and, <laughs> and uh, nowhere to go. So it's the first important step uh, for you is to get out and look and see what's available. Uh, I urge people, if they find a community or an apartment complex, they think they like to, to go have a lunch there, start talking to some of the folks who live there and, and see exactly how they enjoy it, what's the pluses, what's the minuses. And typically people think, oh, I, I won't be moving for two or three years and then I'll get a call maybe a month later I had lunch with my friend at, a, at this beautiful senior community and I really feel comfortable there and I signed up. Now what do I do? So uh, it's really, really good to get the information ahead of time because you really never know when you're going to move. Um, you know, could have a health change, financial change. And so you want to be prepared. And that's probably the, the best thing I can leave you with is be prepared you can start the downsizing today, you know, the sooner the better. Uh, but uh, I, I think getting out um, when, when things get back to normal, I don't know when that will be, but getting out to look at communities would be a, a real good first step along with getting information from the realtor to prepare your home and get it ready for sale. And there's certainly no fee to have you come out and take a look at it and give, give an idea of what, what things need to be focused on, correct? 
Absolutely. I, I've never in my whole career charged anyone. Uh, when I come over, I I do what's called a market estimate. As I look at the home and I tell you, you know, I, I bring comparables, then I'll let you know what the value is. And again, we're in a situation now, we don't know if values will be affected. Maybe they'll go higher. Uh, it's very possible. Maybe they'll stay the same. Maybe there'll be a little dip. So we bring the most recent comparables so that you know okay, if I'm going to sell the house as is, I'm not going to be doing any improvements. What would it sell for? Because that same house would sell for a completely different price if you completely had a new kitchen, new bathroom, and such. So when we do give you a price, we base that on the condition of the home, which uh, is a huge factor, uh, especially with today's buyers because they watch HGTV and all that other stuff. But your house does not have to look like uh, HGTV special house. It can just be clean, neat, and structurally sound. That that's what we want, and then we give you a pricing uh, based on that condition. Okay, thank you. So if you're out there listening and you're thinking that as a senior, it's time for you to consider moving and downsizing. Uh, I think that you should feel very confident calling Bruce. It's important, as he said earlier, to work with a senior real estate specialist. And for uh, no cost or commitment, you know, get somebody out there to start giving you some ideas on what kind of things you could put some attention into prior to listing your house. Bruce, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, you know, we've sort of addressed our listeners out there who think they may want to consider downsizing or moving at this point. Uh, but what we haven't addressed quite yet is all of the next generation out there who's worried about their parents or maybe wants to support their parents in this process but doesn't have all the tools. Welcome back to Money Sense. I'm Julie Ellenbecker, president of the Ellenbecker Investment Group. Ellenbecker Investment Group is located in Pewaukee, just east of Highway 164 and Capitol Drive. We also have a location in the village of Whitefish Bay and Bonita Springs, Florida. I encourage you to check out our webpage, ellenbecker.com, for more details. If you'd like to put a face with a voice, you can check out my information online as well. And if you would like more information uh, regarding our guest today, Bruce Nemovitz, you could certainly send me an email through our webpage, again, ellenbecker.com. And so, Bruce, you've shared a lot of great information with us. Before the break, we talked uh, quite a bit about what it looks like to start thinking about moving in the right direction, what it looks like to start thinking about downsizing, and um, really put some emphasis kind of on your book, The Senior's Guide to Moving and Downsizing. But, you know, as I'm here in, in my age group, my generation, and, you know, thinking about my parents and grandparents and what that transition looks like or will look like for them, I love your next book, too, that you wrote, Guiding Our Parents in the Right Direction, because it's really, in many cases, us as adult children helping our parents make not only that decision, but help facilitate that process. And so, you know, talk to me a little bit about that book and the practical advice that you can share with, you know, the next generation on how to help our parents move forward. I think it's important uh, first to uh, assess who in the family is going to be helping mom and dad. One of the uh, issues we run into, as I said earlier, 
is there is no real point person. The family maybe has not had a discussion who is going to be the person that's going to be signing papers. Uh, so in other words, you would need a durable power of attorney, uh, financial attorney, so that you can make those signatures for your parents. So I think a family meeting is really critical with the siblings and sometimes with mom or mom and dad there so we can determine, okay, who is going to be the person that's going to be working with the realtor? Who's the person that's going to be helping with the downsizing? Who's the person that's going to be doing medical power of attorney? So the family should have a meeting and get all of this straight. And it's a good idea to do it sooner than later because often I run into folks that uh, have had a stroke or some kind of health change and nobody is ready. And so there's a, a family discussion that has to happen in five minutes and there can be some real animosity between siblings. Uh, often sibling rivalries begin to come out uh, from childhood and somebody living in California is telling the person here that's doing all the work what they should do, how they should do it and things like that and it can really uh, create a problem with the family and we don't like to see families break up uh, over helping mom and dad and I do see that often because they're not prepared they haven't had that meeting also I think another um, meeting is important with mom and dad that are moving and it's important to watch how you use your words many people when they're trying to help mom and dad they'll say mom I think you should do this mom I'm worried about you um, you're using the personal pronoun I and so to mom or dad that means oh you care about you uh, you don't care about us you're just wanting to get this over with and get on with your life and I do hear that quite a bit so uh, how you what words you use um, listen listen to your parents and understand truly what they're feeling um, try to ask a lot of questions so you can get down to the why behind the what in other words, before I mention that the true reason that holds folks back is fear of change. It's not they don't have enough money. It's not the stuff, even though that's what they'll say. Um, it's fear of change. So getting to what's really behind their feelings is just so incredibly critical. Um, so families, again, need to work together, understand each other, who's going to take the lead. Uh, I have, a, in fact, a family right now um, there's four siblings and mom put them all on the deed. So when we need something signed, we have to send it around the country to five different people. Um, instead, it would have been so much easier if they had gotten power of attorney to one person who's the point person. Uh, because this, this again is something you want to be thinking about ahead of time. Just like uh, somebody has a medical power of attorney, you want somebody to have a durable power of attorney for finances. Um, so again, I think just being open, talking to each other, watching the words you say to mom and dad and understanding the feelings of mom and dad before you make your statements is, is highly important. So what would you suggest to our listeners out there who are concerned about maybe their parents still living in their home and want to have some of those conversations with their parents, but maybe don't know where to start. What would you suggest their first step be? Uh, often I hear um, just having a, a heart-to-heart -heart talk with, with their parents. 
you know, just asking them, how's the house working for you? Um, you know, I noticed uh, the laundry's in the basement and how do you walk down those stairs to get to the laundry? Just asking a lot of questions till, till it's understandable to the owner, the senior, the mom, the dad, that, you know what, this really is not working for me now and maybe I shouldn't be alone and I'm isolated. I don't talk to anybody. I'm, I'm watching TV all day. Um, you know, that's not how I want to live. So a good next step is to say to mom and dad, you know, maybe it's time we could go out and look at a few apartments or communities. Are you open to that? And uh, often they will be. And so maybe pick a Saturday or a day where you call ahead and ask, hey, is there a way we could have lunch there? Um, my mom and dad were just thinking this might be a nice place. Their friends live here. Would you mind if we came and had a lunch? Just so, you know, they can just see how it feels. And I will tell you, my mother uh, was probably one of the most stubborn people I've known and did not want to move out of her home. My father passed away about six years earlier. And uh, one day, uh, and I had asked her, do you want to just check out a community? And one day out of nowhere, she said, you know, I'd be open to that. So we went and we had lunch and she signed up probably the next day. She realized she saw some friends there and people were happy and they were talking to each other. The food was good. And so just getting out there and seeing what's available. Um, I know there's a resource online called Senior Resources Magazine. Uh, Gary Knippen, a good friend of mine, is the owner, and it has just about every community in the four-county area. You can see what the costs are, how many rooms they have, what type, is it life care, is it just a you know, down payment for a monthly rent, what is the payment plan, and it's got the phone numbers, the connections, so you can kind of go through that. Um, I also urge people to go to their financial consultant, hopefully it's Ellen Becker, and see what they can actually afford. Uh, often I, I talk to people and they say, you know, I can't afford to move, I live home for free. And I show them that, uh, and I have a, actually a, a handout that shows that uh, in a $200,000 home that you might own, it costs about 1,700 a month to live there. You wouldn't think that, but when you take maintenance and taxes and insurance and all the other things you have with a home, you're not living there for free. So uh, I think if, if the, the child can point that out to mom and dad, that one alone uh, is really, really um, enlightening for the owner because they realize, wait a minute, I don't live here alone. And the cost that I'm, for maintaining this home is about the same as where I'm moving. So, uh, and then showing them what assets they have and that their money will not be depleted. Uh, it, that gives them the confidence to, uh, to make that move. So information, listening, really listening, hearing each other, watching the words you say so that it doesn't sound like you're the one, it's I, 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 it should be about them, them, them. And getting curious, that's the big thing, you know, it's just asking a lot of questions, as you said, and listening quite a bit. We have had several articles written on our news, in our newsletters, um, regarding kind of how to start those conversations. So if you're interested in getting a copy of one or both of Bruce's books. You, if you're interested in learning more um, about how you know we have shared some of this information with our clients and would like a copy of our newsletter, you could certainly reach out to us as well through ellenbecker.com. Just send me an email and I'll make sure to get all of that information 
out to you. Uh, there is so much uh, wonderful information out there. You shared some resources with us, Bruce, already, but tell us a little bit about additional resources that are out there and some of the presentations that you've given in the past and um, you know, give our listeners kind of an idea of what they could find out there if they're just starting to peel back the layers of this um, of this onion. There, there's so many uh, um, venues. Uh, I have a seminar that I put on twice a year. It's called Moving in the Right Direction, and our last one was at uh, Burner Botanical Gardens. And I know that uh, Anne Mank, who works uh, with you, she was there to speak, um, and it just is fantastic. And what we do is uh, we have 15 of our partners there, and I mentioned partners because it's so hard to do this on your own. You need a mover. You need a company that can help you with the downsizing, financial consultants, um, basement contractors. So we have them all there, uh, and they spoke to the to the folks that were there. And it's just so critical to, to get as much information as you can get. Now, I... Um, just had 15 presentations they were all canceled <laughs> we're supposed to be uh, this month and next month and of course we all know that uh, i'm glad they were canceled obviously we don't want crowds coming in but when life uh, gets back to normal and i know it will and i know it'll happen sooner than later um you know going to some of these seminars you can check again on my website i i'll have all the venues where i'm going to speak and uh, they're usually about an hour long, but um, going, you know, just to get as much information. I know that uh, Julie has, uh, you have seminars, I know, at Ellen Becker. Um, I've been there, so, uh, and I know Ellen Becker um, just has a wealth of information. Um, they invite several different speakers during the year. You can ask them, uh, you know, what's online for them. Um, certainly you can uh, go to my website or call us and we can always let you know where I'll be speaking but uh, it's so just so important to hear professionals who are doing this every single day so that you don't go and take all the wrong moves and make it a disaster which can happen if you try this on your own so getting help getting information where to get that information is is um, available through myself or through Julie um, and educate yourself and the more education you get the more your anxiety level will go, will go down well and we've talked a little bit about the the signs of the times right now with most of us you know staying safer at home and spending a lot more time uh, at our home I know just what I'm seeing through you know people I'm talking to my clients social media everybody's been spending a lot of time cleaning out closets and uh, getting things organized I know I've already been through three uh, major closets in my house and a few drunk drawers so you know people are feeling uh, more organized and have a lot more time to focus on some of the things that they haven't been able to focus on so and and there aren't a lot of seminars and things available for people to attend right now because of our um, you know purposefulness around being at home but certainly there are webinars there are articles your books are wonderful I encourage our listeners to reach out to you to get a copy of those books and to just start kind of thinking about the process because there are so many things that go into moving buying selling a house and the more that we can put some energy to into the beginning you know the easier that process will be so Thank you for sharing all that information. And really, before we wrap up, Bruce, I just want to kind of circle back to what you talked about with 
the market and still feeling really optimistic, knowing that there's a lot of buyers out there, knowing that inventory has, you know, remained low. What else could you share with our listeners about kind of, you know, what, what the, what the time is looking like right now in that real estate market? I would um, tell everybody that if you are thinking of moving, don't don't wait. Don't you know say I can't move this year because everything is going wrong with the market right now, and and you you know can get very negative. And again, it's that fear of making a change is really behind it. Because again, if you want to make a move, uh, inventory has been so low, and I think it'll remain that way for quite some time. And that means that it's a seller's market. Obviously, this will change at some point to a buyer's market, and you'd rather sell when prices are, you know, stable. So I would say if you're going to move, think of where you live. Is your is your home really suiting your your physical and mental needs? Are you isolated? Um, have the, all the neighbors you knew moved out? Can you maintain the home the way you used to? And I would really try to uh, put your needs first. Your home will sell. I can assure you of that. There's plenty of buyers. We know the rates are low. Uh, this isn't a banking crisis like it was back in 2008. So we feel strongly real estate will will be there when it, when it resumes. And I think it may be maybe in a couple months. So just think of, again, if, if your needs weren't moving, I would not put it off another year. And uh, we would be happy to help in any way. We have all of the contractors and services you could ever need for the entire move so and we hold your hand uh, often at closings we get a lot of hugs and it's very emotional because uh, during the process we get very close to each other and my wife is wonderful also working with our clients and we're very compassionate and empathetic because we understand that this is a very difficult move to make when somebody's been in their home for so many years. Well, thank you so much today for joining us, Bruce. I really appreciate your flexibility of doing a, a, a distance go-to-meeting instead of a face-to-face -face conversation because I always like to have you in the office and visiting. What you shared with our listeners today is great. And uh, I hope that if anybody wants more information, they can contact you directly or go to our webpage and I'll send them your way. So uh, don't forget that Money Sense airs on Saturdays from 2 to 3 and on Sundays from 12 to 1. And as always, we hope that we have made a difference in your personal and financial well-being. And remember, before we plan, before we advise, before we invest, we always listen. Enjoy your day.